Happy Canada Day. Yes, it is. Great White North, July 1st. I believe July 4th, Independence Day. You know what? It's fairly the same. Maybe a little bit bigger. Yes, Americans do do everything a little bit bigger. I don't even think they're having fireworks up here. So what's the point? Like, I thought that is pretty much Canada Day. Whatever. We became a country in like 1867. Kind of irrelevant now. Whatever, we'll still celebrate it. Still gonna wear red. Yeah, not wearing red. I guess 0 for 1 on that one. Take the strike right there. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This one's gonna be a good one. Zingo TV exclusive. Zingo TV, your home for 12 ounce sports. Yes, you heard that right. 12 ounce sports is now on TV. Channel 761. Zingo TV, that's where you can catch our show Wednesdays 9 to 10. You already know what it is. Come on, Zingo TV exclusive, World Hockey Report. Yes, this one's special. Canada Day, it is going to be a good one, especially when you're coming to you on the best network in all of sports. 12 Ounce Sports, your home for the best lives, talk shows, and sports broadcasts. You know what? You already know you can get our show right here and all the others. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Zingo TV. Zingo, we're on there. Channel 761, you can catch it. You got one of those Amazon Fire Sticks, a smart TV, Roku, whatever you've got. They got the phone app, computers, everywhere. Zingo TV. Use the promo code 120Z. That's 120Z in caps when you're signing up completely free. Just punch in that code there. Sign up. Get started today. Zingo TV. Best place, channel 761. That's where we're at right now. Hey, 12 Ounce Sports as well. Everything, blogs, podcasts, whatever you need. 120Z sportsradio.com. Go check it out. Blogs, podcasts, latest shows, everything up there as well. Already today on the show, we've got a bunch to get to any challenge. COVID testing. 26 positive tests. That's in total since June 8th, I believe. They recently just tested 250 players. Now, that's a that's a good handful here for Phase 2. And remember, we will get to this as well. They're not going to be quarantining players in Phase 2, which I think is absolutely ridiculous in itself. And so they had 15 players test positive out of the 250 that... I mean, I, hey, I'm not a math guy, but I believe that's around 5%, 7%, something like that. Maybe I'm way off. I, I know it's not about 15%. I'm that, that competent in the math world, but it's outrageous. Like, you're, you're getting these positive tests. I get it. Now these players can't train. Well, one, why were they not quarantined 14 days? Like, test them 14 days before training camp starts as a team. And you're quarantined from then on out. It's that simple. 
It's actually the stupidest thing in the world. Like, hockey looks so stupid for not quarantining their players right now. It's actually outrageous. It doesn't make any sense. Stupid is the only words I can use. I think I use dumb on Twitter. Whatever. The NHL's an absolute joke for thinking that they can run training camps not quarantining their players. Like, I get it. These are professionals. They should be taking care of themselves perfectly, not going out, not doing anything. Hey, you got athletes with money. Let's let's think twice here before we just assume that all these little perfect angels are going to be sitting in their hotel room going straight to the rink, back to their hotel, and that for training camp. Not going to happen. We don't even have hub cities yet. I don't know. The NHL is so far behind at this point, like hoping... For an end of July, maybe August start dates, outrageous. There's no chance. And if there is, you're going to get players a not going, not playing, backing out like baseball, the NBA. Or what happens when you get to, you know, first, second Stanley Cup finals and all of a sudden your star players are testing positive because you didn't do a good job leading into the actual events. It doesn't make sense. It does not make any sense to me. I don't, I don't, there's no other way to put it, but this is a stupid decision by the NHL. And I mean, whoever made phase two and made phase two able to, or gave players the abilities not to quarantine in phase two should be fired. That's so stupid with everything that's going on in the world right now that that is even an option. I'm sorry, it's stupid. That is terrible. And 15 tests out of 250, that's way too much. That's way more than even your average COVID rates in Edmonton right now. Or Toronto. Probably even more than Vegas. I think they had like 700. I don't know how many tests they did. I'd assume we're talking thousands and thousands. Probably like 10, 20, 50. Who knows? So this is just... It's stupid. Doesn't make any sense. Already after the show last week, I guess it was Friday, so a couple of days after, they did the draft. Lonnie was an absolute mess, kind of. I don't know. I mean, were you a fan of it? Were you not? Obviously, the NHL needs the drama. Was it rigged? Probably not. But hey, I'm going to start my own conspiracy. Don't call me Dustin Penner. Not going that far, but I do think the NHL wanted that extra drama. They hunt. I mean, it's hard to argue that they wouldn't. You got to be pretty confident that they're on board here for all of the drama. You got a play-in team getting the number one overall pick. As long as we finish off the season, which I mean, I'm not too confident, but hey, it leads for even more drama, more discussion, more NHL talk exactly what they want to stay relevant you got the LA Kings going number two that's a team where the NHL knows of recent they've made a lot of money off of when the Kings were good that's a highly profitable market right there not to say that Detroit isn't but Detroit hasn't been profitable since the mid-2000s I guess they had a little streak there at the end battling Pittsburgh 08-09 I believe it was so, okay, maybe they're all right, but still, 
Where do you want your star players? You want them in the best things? And I'm not going to say Byfield is going to change the NHL next season. But, you, you know, you got a damn good prospect. you got a big centerman playing up the middle, able to learn from one of the best in Anze Kopitar. I'd say he's only second to maybe Patrice Bergeron for defensive abilities. Not to take away from a guy like Connor McDavid, Dreisaitl. But Anze Kopitar, one of the best. I mean, hey, he's got a ring. That's something, uh, you know, those Oilers guys can't say yet. Could happen. But they can't say it yet. Now you got Laughrin, you're going to a legitimate playoff contender. If this works, as you know, they plan, they finish off this season, one of those teams who loses. And I'll, I'll give you an example of four teams here. And I get it, there's a ton more. Like, hey, you could end up on Pittsburgh, wherever. But for where we're at, we got Calgary, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Chicago. Two of those teams are going to have 12.5% chances of getting Alexei Lafreniere. That's a, that's a franchise changer, potentially. Imagine if he goes to the Flames. Now you got three years of Lafreniere. Imagine if he goes to the Oilers. Like, talk about a perfect line mate for Connor McDavid. Winnipeg, they could use some extra help and some cheap help up front. Chicago, well, you still got Taves and Kane. Like, he's going to a good hockey team. He has a very good chance of being in the playoffs again next year, no matter where he ends up. Maybe not Montreal. For the most part, he does. So did the NHL rig it? You tell me. Hey, Ottawa, they get bumped down with their picking third and fifth when everyone is predicting a first and a third potentially for them? Huh. Huh. You think the NHL wants them to have their stars playing in Ottawa? The dumpster fire that Eugene Melnick's running there? Ottawa? The team that gets like 7,000 fans a game, their rank's nowhere relevant to the city. The team that hasn't been relevant since, what, 07? I guess they made a little conference final run there a while ago. That was back when they had Carlson, and then they decided to blow up the team because they couldn't get along. No, the NHL does not want their superstars in Ottawa. I'll, I, I mean, if... It's, it's not like they, they don't even have to rig this for that to be a fact. Why would you want a superstar player in Ottawa? With how big of a dumpster fire, with how bad of a look that team has been on the league over the past couple of years? No. Last place you want him. You'd rather see him in Buffalo because you feel bad for Buffalo, although the Pagulas scummed out a ton of employees there and I mean Elliot Friedman made the remarks of hey it sucks they lost their job and you get it if it's a financial decision all right it's a business but the states is a lot different especially when you consider health care what's going on in the current world economy everything like that I don't know if cleaning house is the right thing to do hey billionaires don't be billionaires by being nice people Tell you that for free. Definitely not a billionaire. Hey, we'll get there. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. All right, that's enough draft lottery talk. Moving along. Did you guys see that Climate Pet Pledge Arena in Seattle? Adam was the one that tweeted it out. Hey, I didn't rip on it at first, but when I saw it, bleh, green is my puke. That was just... It's like that emoji, the green puke face emoji. And then there's the one where he's like... Bleh. 
Good description if you're watching on there. Zingo TV, World Hockey Report, Cody Jansen. Coming to you live here, Canada Day, July 1st. What is up? We're on 12-ounce sports. Your home for sports talk radio, live sports broadcast. Baseball almost every Sunday. I do think that they're taking us off for uh, July 4th. They'll be back next week. What a game on the weekend, though. Caught most of it. There's like 20 runs in there. Unbelievable. I just love live sports, man. Feed me anything. I don't care. The MLB, the NBA, football, hockey, soccer, NASCAR, golf, live sports. There's nothing like it. And yes, selfishly, I do want the NHL to come back. I just think that they're doing it in the absolute worst way possible. Maybe the owners don't want the players to play. And so that they can, you know, cash some. I I don't even know how that works. Like the whole escrow thing, they're going to be paid back. I don't know how much money the owners are going to lose off of this. Like, Tom Dundon signing a $10 million check to Sebastian Ajo today. That's going to hurt in the current climate we're in. Yeah, that's <laughs> climate. Back to the climate pledge arena. We went totally off track. Hey, we circled back. That's just what we do. Climate pledge arena, though. The, I mean, the thing doesn't look that good. It looks like a renovated barn at best. I mean cool name i think jeff bezos forked up the money for it like they're gonna have like electronic zambonis i don't know it's gonna be like 100 percent trash free not exactly sure how that's gonna work like maybe everything's recyclable that they're like giving you your food in and stuff i'm not even sure whatever climate pledge arena you know the renderings it looks small. It looks like a crammed rink. So if you're going to be putting 19,000 in there, have fun walking around. I, I mean, it doesn't look that big. You got like weird triangular jumbotrons. I'm assuming they're probably like solar powered or something wacky like that. It's not, it's not bad. Like the roof looks kind of silly from the outside. Doesn't look that special. I mean, when you compare it to the renderings of, you know, as Adam said, the Belmont Park, the new Flames Arena. This is a dump. This is a 3.2 at best. Okay, 3.4. Belmont, I'm going to put them, you know, 6.7. The Flames, 7.2. Flames probably could be a little bit higher. But I think that they, they toned it back. They could have gone all out. And they toned it back. That's my thoughts on that, at least. Alrighty, we got to the CHL import draft. That happened yesterday. But first, forget to that topic. I got to tell you guys about mybookie.ag. Sports are coming back. Hey, soccer's already back. PGA, NASCAR, all of those things already. If you want to get on the action, mybookie.ag is the place to be. They're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. Yeah, that's right, $1,000. When you use the promo code 12OZSports, all caps, no spaces, when signing up. That's 12OZSports, all caps, no spaces, when signing up on mybookie.ag. Don't want to miss your chance to cash that ticket during the NHL, maybe, and NBA playoffs that are coming up. Hey, MLB as well. Don't want to forget about those guys. Send a little love to the baseball players who just cry on Twitter all day long. Hey, use that promo code. 12OZ Sports, all caps, no spaces. It does support the station. It does. It does. It's huge. And you know what, guys? We appreciate you guys supporting everyone. Doesn't matter. 12 ounce sports, my bookie, what's nutrition performance, seat giant. I know no one's buying tickets, but hey, 
They were great to us, so yes, we do keep advertising for them. 69-degree golf, hey, the best wedges in the game. We got a couple of other ones coming on here very soon. One's a long-time NHLer. He's taken over the hockey world. Company starts with a V. I'll let you guys guess. Hey, hit us up. If you want to, you know what? Maybe we'll get t-shirts made up for playoffs, NHL playoffs. I know I've just been so negative about them. But if we get some shirts made up for it, and you want to, you know, get your hands on one early, don't want to have to guess a playoff OT winner, hit us up right now. Guess our next sponsor, Hockey Company, starts with a V, run by an ex-NHLer, might have played up here in Edmonton, might have played for the Atlanta Thrashers. Figure it out. Shoot us a DM. Hey, let us know. We'll get you a shirt. We'll hook you up with a shirt. That's not a problem at all. Shoot us a DM. We're on Twitter at World Hockey RPT. We're on Facebook, World Hockey Report. This is a Zingo TV exclusive. You're watching on Channel 761. 12-ounce sports. Hit that favorite button. Save it. Tons of great shows. You got Pete's Power Plays. He's rocking it. Tuesday through Thursday, right after my show here. It's unreal. Man, he's got all the latest updated odds. You know what? I'll be like looking around. I'm like, wow, I wonder if the NHL odds have, you know, changed or anything for playoffs because obviously things are changing. Like, you know, Rod Brandemore with the whole Pesci situation. You get a little bit of an update on that. Who knows who's going to be coming back? The Capo Caco thing. Will he play? Won't he play? Max Domi. So the, these these odds are changing. Kotkaniemi, he's going to be joining Habs camp. Just heard about that. Like, these things are changing almost daily. Philly Pete, he's got you hooked up. Yes, Tuesday to Thursday, Pete's power plays. Uh, Brendamar, as he said, Pesci's a long shot to return to play this season. CHL import draft. Before we get to that, I guess. Ah, uh, no, we'll wait. We'll save it for later. We'll save it for later. I thought it was really cool. If you're following us on Twitter, you probably know what I'm going to get to. But hey, we do going to get to the CHL import draft. Happened yesterday. We're going to focus mainly on the Western League teams. I'll give you a little bit of a grade. Yeah, I know a little bit about European hockey. Whatever. Might have spent some time over there. You know, help a couple of guys out here and there. Whatever. It is what it is. It's World Hockey Report Live. Coming to you, Cody Jansen, breaking down CHL import draft. Happened yesterday. Uh, Matvey Petrov goes number one. The Russian right winger goes to North Bay. Akadi Bathurst at number two gets Jan Bennar, the goaltender from Czech Republic. Now, I think this is a very good one. He played a lot. You know what? Okay, not a lot. But he's been playing men's, and he is an 0-2. Yeah, he's 17 years old. Played the past two seasons in the Czech Extraliga. This is how crazy this is. Last season at 16, playing in the top Czech league. Yes, the leagues where, like, Akeem Alou, his coach ripped him, saying he's not good enough. That's an NHL player right there, NHL American League. Like, that's a, that's a very strong North American player. That's not good enough for that their standards. I mean, that's that's straight up what the coach from Litvinov said. Not my words, his. And so, when you've got a ton of guys, even even someone like Yager shooting on you, you're 16 year old. Last year, 
in uh, Carla Vivari. One of the worst teams as well. He had a 917 save percentage in 10 games, 915 in relegation. That's impressive right there. Um, then this season, not as good in the extra league at 884, save percentage 13 games, had an 873 in the second league as well. Just under 900 playing U18s for Czech Republic. He'll be on their world junior team this upcoming season. I guarantee you that that's going to be, well, hopefully Red Deer Edmonton. So if you're asking me right now, that's the steel limit draft right there. Acadie Bathurst, number two, getting Bednar because I think he's going to be a stud goaltender. Even if he doesn't come over this next season, even if he stays in the Czech Republic for another year, not a bad thing. He's 17. Give me a break. Play a year there, then come over. Yeah, that could be uh, pretty good. For him. Moving along, Swift Current drafted at number three. They got Oliver Fatungal. Slovak D-man, six foot four, played the Slovak extra league for Zvolen, also played the second league on that team, Slovakia U18. Then he got loaned out. I don't know the deal with that at the end of the year. Tapera in Finland. Point per game in under 18 in four games. One assist in 12 games at the U20 level. Kind of weird to see. Like arguably he did better in the top Slovak men's league. Then in the Finnish U20. I'm sure it's different. I'm sure the training's a little bit different. But still. Could be a decent... Hey, he's a right-handed defender. Six foot four, 2002. Swift Current. You know, could be getting a good prospect. They've had troubles. I mean, you can't sugarcoat it. They've been pretty mediocre for a long while now. So anytime you're able to uh, get a defense defenseman like that, I don't think anyone's going to complain. Moving along in the CHL draft. Martin Rice Savvy, another check, goes to Moose Jaw at number six. Played uh, U16, U20, Czech Republic last year. Not too much men's. Supposed to play U20 in Vitkovica. I wonder if he'll make that jump. Kind of an interesting one. Hasn't played men's. Usually you want to see that when they're coming over to be successful. And then at number nine, Tri-City, Thomas Suchenik. Another Czech product. Czechs and Russians really dominated this. Another goaltender. He's an 0-3, though. Played the Czech second league and U-20 as well. Had a 9-2-8 in the DHL Cup. That's U-20 over in Czech Republic. Had an 8-9-9 in Friedrich Mystic in the second league in the Czech Republic. Yes, yours truly. Had his cup of coffee over there. So, I totally understand why, like, the Czechs and the Russians, they're obviously developing great players, and they're dominating the draft. I don't know how many of them really have that desire to come over right away. I feel like that is something that's not becoming more rare. Well, they got good options back home. You can play men's, you can make money, you can play the KHL where, you know, there's very good money being thrown around. You know, the Russians, they obviously want to keep everyone at home. So it'll be interesting to see how many of them actually end up coming over. Moving along. There was a big signing, actually. And this was one where I was kind of shocked because a lot of the rumors, a lot of people I talked to spoke very highly of this guy, and he's not going to come play in the American League. I totally understand why, like, he had a chance to play in one of the best places. But Timo Tur Turinen, Turinen, 
Turin. Let's get that one correct. He signed in HC Davos, the Swiss NLA. I mean, unreal place for one like Spangler Cup. You've got it set there. Probably making some pretty good coin. A lot better than you make it in the American League. Telling you that for free. And I'm not sure if he's ready for a one-way or a one-way deal, ticket deal, whatever, in the NHL yet. And so that's why I think they've seen the success of a guy like Kubelik coming from the NLA. Might as well take that option. Hey, he's 24 years old. Finn led the Liga in points per game. 51 points, 43 games. Do believe he battled some injuries. That's why he didn't play every single game. I think they had finished about 52. But still, leading in points per game is a 24-year-old, undrafted, always played in Finland. Now he's getting out of his shell, going to the NLA, going to see what he can do in DeVos. And if he has a strong year there, NHL teams are going to be flocking to this guy. Guaranteed. Turin's a sniper. Like, he's out playing guys like Yesapuliarvi. And, you know, ask Oilers fans now. They're going, damn, like, he did good in the league. Yesapuliarvi could be, uh, you know, an NHL player here again. Got to put him in the right situation. Can't be playing him on the fourth line. But he's got that potential to be a solid NHL player. And so if a guy like Turin's out playing him, yeah. You're damn right, so you better be thinking twice. All right. We also tweeted out that picture at World Hockey RPT. You can go check it out. Someone painted, I believe, Cooper goalie sticks. Now, yes, a little bit of a goalie gear nerd myself. Obviously, I love it. Anytime you get that classic stuff, looks unreal. But those sticks, unbelievable. Like, the new graphics on sticks nowadays suck. They're terrible. They're brutal. Cooper had it absolutely made. What a logo. The stripes are perfect. That's just fresh. I don't even know if that's like the proper term. But they're unbelievable. Highly recommend going and checking them out. I wish I knew. I didn't see the comments. Did someone tag? Oh, I don't think anyone tagged them. Someone said Copperalls. Uh, Cooperalls? Close enough. Those were pretty cool. Also, last thing I want to touch on, because I heard an interesting interview the other week working Oilers now. George LaRock. He was talking about Bob Probert and the Hockey Hall of Fame. The Hockey Hall of Fame is for guys who... How do I put it? They changed the game. They impacted the game. In a way that no one else has. The NHL passing on Alexander McGillan is the stupidest thing ever. Theo Fleury, that's your generation of small players in the NHL. Stupid to get past. And everyone's saying, oh, the Sedins are eligible next year. They're an absolute lock. What did the Sedins do for the NHL game? That's better than Theo Fleury paving the way for small players, making that style of speed, of skill, of grit, of passion, plus you go into his life story, crazy. He 100% should be in there. Then you look at Alexander McGillney. The guy defected from Russia, had KGB agents wanting to slit his throat, kidnap him every single day. I don't, I, I mean, how do I put this nicely? I don't give a shit who you are. Alexander McGillany did more for the NHL. If it's not for him, we don't have Russians in the NHL. We likely don't. Maybe you can get checks. I mean, you got Big Ned. 
He defected. Played WHA and he chill. Russian's a totally different ballpark, guys. Alexander McGillney left Russia, ran away to play in the NHL. That's more than anyone has done. That's more than Jerome McGinley, Kevin Lowe, Doug Wilson, more than any of them have done for the game of hockey. This isn't just NHL here. This is the Hockey Hall of Fame. And if you're going to tell me that you don't think Alex McGillney should be in... I don't know how many years he's been passed on, but it's stupid. It's an absolute joke. It's more of the Friends Hall of Fame at this point. It's, all oh, who's voting? Who are you bunny with? Like, that's, it's pathetic. Give me a break. If you don't think Alexander McGillney has done more for the game of hockey than anyone put in to the Hockey Hall of Fame in the past, I'll say five, ten years, you're an absolute clown. You're stupid to think that a guy defecting from Russia, uh, it's not even worth explaining. If you don't understand how crazy that is, you're hollow in the head. That's the simplest way to put it. So yes, I think the Hockey Hall of Fame is becoming a joke. It's a boys club. It's pathetic that... I'm not trying to take away from Kevin Lowe, Doug Wilson. They were great players. Everyone goes, oh, it's now for average players. That's not the thing. They were great players. You don't get six rings by being an average hockey player. He was a good hockey player, if not a great hockey player. I'd say he's a great hockey player, but there's a lot of great hockey players. But who did more for the game of hockey? Who belongs to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Who should be remembered more? I'll tell you for damn free. It's Alexander McGillney. That's my rant. I give that one for 69-degree golf, the best wedges in the game. 69-degree golf. Get it up. Totally got away from my last point here. Went off on a crazy rant. Tough guys in the Hockey Hall of Fame. George Lenox said, yes, 100%. They changed the game. They made the game into what it is today. 100% agree. Bob Probert needs to be in. I'm not saying a guy, maybe Tony Twist is on the the edge, but enforcers were the NHL. If it's not for them, you don't have half the NHL fans you got nowadays. You don't have half the markets. The NHL could have failed without those guys because that is what the original fan wanted to see. It's 100%. It's straight up there. If it's not for those guys, the game is totally different, and you probably got the Broad Street Bullies. You know, they'd take over because the enforcers cleaned that up. The enforcers didn't let these teams just bully star players 24-7. So for George LaRock, one of the toughest customers ever to play in the NHL, to say that enforcers are getting disrespected, I 100% agree with him. Bob Probert needs to get in. Tough guys need the respect because they have done a lot for the game. Imagine Gretzky without Semenko. How long does he last? If they let those old Islanders, Flyers, if they let those teams run wild on your guys like Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Brett Hall, if you let those old school flyers hack, whack, chop, punch, jump, 
you let them do that to the superstars, you don't have those tough guys in place, they changed the game. They changed the game of hockey. They made the NHL what it is. They've made it a better game. And I get it. There's no place for them right now. There's hardly a place for them right now. There's obviously a place for tough physical play, but as a straight-up enforcer, no, there, there really isn't that room on the rosters anymore. But they changed the game of hockey. They made it what it is. And yeah, you're damn right. They deserve their respect. We're going to wrap that one up right there. Alrighty, hey, it's a Zingo TV special. Appreciate you all tuning in on Canada Day. It's been a blast. We're going to be back here. Next one, July 8th, Wednesday. Same time, same place. 9 to 10 Mountain Standard Time in the morning. Guest list going to be announced on Twitter at World Hockey RP. Of course, you can find the show as well, World Hockey Report Podcast. Yes, this one will be a podcast as well. It's going up. iTunes, wherever you get it. Spotify. I believe it goes everywhere through Anchor podcast wherever you get it hey download rate subscribe everything helps and yes please support our sponsors mybookie.ag use promo code 12oz sports with nutrition and performance go get yourself hooked up great workout plans meal plans whatever you need there 69 degree golf the best wedges in the game gonna change your golf game for good Alrighty, that is going to do it for me thank you everyone for tuning in. It's been another great edition World Hockey Report. Cody Jansen with you. Back next week. Familiar faces. Probably Adam Urban Trout. Yeah. Not going to pass up on that one. All right. Tell that. Peace.